Welcome everyone back to the Roto Sharks NFL podcast. With me today, I have Ryan, who's our cash pro expert, and then Dylan, who's the GPP expert. Um, we'll get right into this week nine slate. Um, it's going to be a little different than, um, than, um, previous weeks. I think, uh, you know, it's not like, uh, there's not favorites that I like a lot like uh Joe Mixon last week or a Swift even though he busted last week. Um so we'll get right into it. You guys okay with that? Yeah. All right. Well, the first game we're going to look at today would be the Minnesota and Baltimore game. Um, this game's interesting. I think Baltimore has been playing fairly fairly well this year considering all they've went through their defense is still kind of suspect in my opinion but uh they're obviously coming off of a bye uh well-coached teams generally do really well off of the bye and I like Harbaugh as a coach so I expect Baltimore to be pretty good I don't mind taking shots on Lamar or uh his one wide receiver that's not questionable right now that's a consistent guy. I don't mind taking shots on Marquise Brown. Specifically on DraftKings, I really like Marquise's price on DraftKings. Uh I like Rashad Bateman if he plays on FanDuel. He's gotten consistent targets since uh getting healthy and getting being able to play. And if him and Timmy Watkins are out again, I don't mind taking shots on uh, Mark Andrews, who's cheaper than Marquise Brown right now. He obviously gets consistent targets, and uh, a lot of he gets a lot of the red zone targets. And this Minnesota defense, while it is getting better, I'm still not extremely scared of it. So I, I don't mind targeting against Minnesota right now in this game. What about you guys? Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have to agree. I, I like Baltimore tomorrow or Sunday. Um, I, I just I don't know how much is going to be in my lineup just because I think they're all overpriced. I'm not a huge fan of Mark Andrews' price. He has been a, a absolute complete stud, probably the best tight end over the last month for sure. Um, but I, I just think I don't think he has a great game tomorrow. I think it's going to be Lamar and the running backs tomorrow for sure. Um, I, I don't think he does well with Anthony Barr on him. I think Anthony Barr is still playing, right? Um, I think he's. I think he was on the injury report. So yeah, I thought I, I might have saw something about him on the injury report. Um, I don't know. I, I don't really. I'm not high on Mark Andrews this week. He does have a 20% target share, which is very intriguing. But we've seen teams come off a of bye week and be absolute shit to start games. We saw with Buffalo last week. Um, we've just seen it with some teams coming off bye week. So I'm not a huge fan of uh, Mark Andrews or much of this Baltimore team. I just think there's better value elsewhere um, and better players around the same prices of, like, you know, Marquise Brown. Uh, I guess the only player I, I would take a shot on is Lamar or um, Rashad Bateman. It's probably just them two for me from this team. Yeah, Ryan, Anthony Barr is a game-time decision. Okay, so if Anthony Barr plays that, that gets me – I don't like uh, Mark Andrews. Anthony Barr is a really good uh, defending linebacker against tight ends. So not a huge fan of Mark Andrews. 
Uh, I just think he's getting up there in price. I'd rather play Kelsey, even though Kelsey's been struggling. I'd still rather only play 700 more for a Travis Kelsey. I kind of disagree with your take on the bye week. Uh, I do agree with that for some teams, but the Ravens are pretty well coached, and I I like Harbaugh as a coach. And you don't, good you don't think the Bills are good. pretty well coached, though? I don't think they're – I don't mind him as a coach. I don't think he's a great coach, though. I think he's got a lot of talent. Uh, I think sure. the Ravens have done more – I think considering the amount of talents the Ravens lost this year, they're doing better than expected, and I think it's because of coaching. Yeah. And uh, 15 years, the Ravens are the best team, have the best record after their bye week. I guess. I just don't like much pieces from this team. The only two guys you can really ever play are Lamar, Marquise, and Mark Andrews. I just I like other people out of position. Uh, definitely not bad for GBP as the Ravens have shown 40-point upside for sure. Um, I, I just, you know, I would rather play a wide receiver that's 200 more. We'll talk about that later. And I'd rather play cheaper tight ends where I just think there's a good tight end value this week, and I think there's good quarterback value too. So I'm not high on any Ravens this week. Honestly, uh, just looking at how they generally perform after their bye week, uh, I might change my lineup just to get a Raven in there, especially if Bateman and Watkins are out. Uh, the Ravens, after a bye week since John Harbaugh became their coach, have outscored opponents 231 to 143, uh, and their record under John Harbaugh when coming off the bye week, 7-2. and two. Oh, man. That's number one in the NFL in that amount of time. Yeah. So, yeah, at the moment, I don't have any Ravens in my lineup. But with Latavius Murray doubtful, I agree. You can take shots on the running backs. It's just hard to nail down which one you really want. Sure. Uh, I mean, Bell didn't get as much work as I expected him to, but – Neither did Murray in their last game. Neither of them got, or not Murray, yeah, Freeman. Neither of them got very much work. Uh, Tyson Williams didn't get very much work. I, I mean, if we see the, the three of them split a load that's smaller than any one running back, I don't think I really want shots at any any of the three. Yeah. But, yeah, I do like Lamar tomorrow. He's not in my lineup at this moment because there's lower-priced QBs that I really like. But I don't mind taking shots at Lamar. For sure. And I, I especially like Marquise on DraftKings. Marquise is only 6K on DraftKings. Yeah. I don't mind Marquise at all on DraftKings either. I think I'd rather play him than Waddle for sure. For only 400 more. I mean, you're getting an insane discount over there, whereas on FanDuel, it's like almost. 2000 difference so for sure I, I do like his price over on DK he's I think he's been underpriced there the entire season I could be wrong yeah he has DraftKings pricing gets weird sometimes what do you thought size I think they have Marquise Brown too priced up to play him 
when there's yeah. other and better talents at the same yeah. price for sure or cheaper. Um, yeah. So like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm not even looking at Marquise Brown at all. Um, exactly. Especially if you go through FanDuel and you go through the pricing. Uh, now, DraftKings, Dylan knows more on DraftKings than, you know, I would. I don't play too much over there. But um, Marquise Brown is a hard no for me. Uh, you could definitely play a Lamar Jackson. Uh, they got embarrassed last game against the Bengals. Um, and Cooper Rush uh, just threw for 300-plus yards um, against this Minnesota defense. Um, and um, the week before that, I think uh, Sam Darnold ran for, like, 50 yards, which obviously Lamar Jackson's going to run for more than what Sam Darnold did. But I do think on this kind of slate, see, I haven't made any lineups, but on this kind of slate, I think you can find better value at the quarterback position is probably why a reason I wouldn't get to Lamar. But I would not be surprised if Lamar was one or two or, or top three in the FanDuel total points. But I think you can get better value to help you at other positions this week. Absolutely. Yep. What about on the other side of the ball? Um, I'm I'm not a huge fan of Minnesota, just with how much they spread the ball around. The Ravens' defense has looked very solid the last couple of weeks, uh, leading up to the bye week. They shut down um, that Chargers offense, and well, people go out and say, "Oh, well, so did the Patriots." The Patriots have a good defense. Don't get me wrong. You know, they got uh, Dante Hightower. I think he's playing right. It could be. I don't know why I said it. Dante or Devin McCourty, J.C. Jackson. Um, they still got a really solid defense. I think they're ranked in the top. 15 top 10 this year so um Baltimore's defense has really turned it around this year I think it's getting guys healthy getting guys back yeah I, I don't mind any Minnesota players um I mean I'm not a big fan of any Minnesota players you know Thielen Jefferson has always flipped a coin um and Delvin Cook just yeah I haven't seen that production out in the passing game which is what you usually need from Delvin Cook to pay off that 8800 price tag so uh, until he starts seeing more work in the receiving game, I just think you have to – I don't think you can play a Delvin Cook, especially when there's other guys on that price tag who are seeing a shit ton more of a workload uh, than Delvin Cook. It looks like they're trying to get Alexander Madison a little more involved. Uh, his carries have gone down the last couple – or his touches have gone down the last couple of weeks, but uh, I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. They're not going to be able to run it with Delvin Cook, um, and they haven't been thrown to him. So I'm not a huge fan of Delvin Cook this week. I do think he gets more targets than usual, but – not to pay off that 9K price tag. Uh, I guess if you're going to play Thielen and Jefferson, always play the cheaper one. Thielen's been the guy the last two weeks, so uh, the hot hand there. Uh, and that's about it for me. I don't like much. Maybe you can take shots at Tyler Conklin. Um, he's been seeing nice amount of targets, yards, receptions. He hasn't found the end zone yet, so when he does, it's going to be nice. But it's probably just them. I, I don't like much. You know, I think it's just Thielen or Conklin for me. I agree. I'm honestly surprised that Dalvin Cook's price tag is still that high because he's not been there this season. He's had one one game that justifies that price tag, and that's it. Exactly. And he's had two just absolute floor games. Yep. So yeah, I I, I don't want any any of Dalvin Cook. Uh, you you can always take shots on Thielen or Jefferson. I'm not going to this week, but they both have extreme upside. Any of either one of them can go off at any point in time, like Ryan said. That's why I'm not taking shots on them this week because I feel there's better, better options. But 
you, you can always take shots on them, especially if you're playing local lineups, large field GPPs. One of them's always guaranteed to go off. Sure. And uh, you're wrong, Ryan. Tyler Conklin has found the end zone once this year. Oh, I know. I meant like lately. Oh, okay. And, like, yeah, I don't. I don't mind. There. I don't mind Conklin for his price either. I mean, he's been consistent. He's getting good targets. I don't mind him. And Baltimore's been absolutely terrible against tight ends this year. Yeah. Except for uh, the the week they played Detroit, obviously. Yeah, that, that was in TJ Hawkinson's weird stretch, but I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, for me, I, I think Vikings are going to be a fade. For sure. I'm I'm totally with you guys. Um, I don't want to have to pick and choose which one I think is going to go off at the receiving. Uh, I don't think it's a the best matchup between the and Jefferson play Brown than try to pick a few between one of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, yeah, I would too. But uh, yeah, I, I'm with you guys. I don't think we have to spend much time on the Minnesota. It's uh, I'm they're not going to be in my lineup. I mean, I love Dalvin Cook, but at 8800 against Baltimore, I'm I'm okay to pass. Yeah. So the next game is going to bring us to New England at Carolina. Um, on the uh, on the New England side, what do you like, Dylan? Uh, not much. Carolina defense is still pretty good, and they're getting better. They're meshing their new additions in. I do expect them by the end of the year to be one of the higher-ranked defenses, especially with the addition of um, – oh, what's his name? I know you know who I'm talking Gilmore. about. Yeah. Gilmore. My brain went completely blank, especially with the addition of Gilmore. As he meshes with this defense, it's just going to get better. Uh, generally, the only two guys I like taking from New England anyway are Myers and uh, Harris. And I, I just don't picture either of them having a very good game. I think you can Especially because Gilmore knows the team. I don't think Gilmore guards Myers, though. I think Gilmore will be on Aguilar or Bourne because they're big body receivers who are going to go deep. Myers is usually a slot receiver. Gilmore is usually not on the slot receiver. Um, so I don't mind Jacoby Myers. He's seen a consistent 10 targets at only 5,500. You're going to get a nice amount of points at that price. You're going to see around 8 to 10 points every week from him at that price. And he's got to find the end zone one of these times this year. Mac Jones has said that. So um, I, I think you, Jacoby Myers is always a safe play. No matter the matchup, if he continues to be at that 5,500 price, just because he's seen 10 plus targets a game. Honestly, I can't believe Kendrick Ford is higher priced than him now. Yeah. Uh, and one guy I don't mind taking shots on at all is Hunter Henry at 5,300. Um, he's not, he hasn't been getting the targets or the receptions lately. Um, but one thing I did take away from that game against the Chargers last week was all or two of his targets, like, both trips into the red zone, they weren't in the red zone much against the Chargers. Or they were, um, but when they didn't run it with Damian Harris, um, he really liked to look uh, Hunter Henry's way. And he should have had about six targets, but three of them were pass interference calls against Hunter or against the defender on Hunter Henry. So, really, he had about four targets in the red zone. So, that's something I like to see. Mac, he's Mac Jones's guy when he's passing in the red zone. So, I don't mind taking shots on him if, you know, you, if you get a touchdown from him, he hits you value. So 
the GBPs, I don't mind taking shots. You know, you can see two touchdowns from him because Mac Jones looks at him a shit ton inside of 10. So, yeah, I can get behind that. I don't mind it. Honestly, well, surprised at how little Johnny Smith is doing in the passing game outside of blocking. Yeah. About you, size. No, yeah, I'm not big on the uh, on the New England side. I I I can honestly say I root for Jacoby Myers to find the end zone every single week. It's bound to happen. I mean, this is his third year, but I still root for that guy to find the end zone. Hopefully, it's a week I play him, but this is not going to be the week I play him. Although um, New England's defense or defense, wow, offense didn't look too bad against the Chargers. I'm not playing Damian Harris. This is not a good matchup for him. Um, as like the previous two weeks, I have played Damian Harris, but this is just not a good matchup for him, and I don't like any of the receivers or the quarterback. So Carolina still is a good defense team. I do agree that New England's offense hasn't looked bad. Mac Jones has been pretty, uh, pretty consistent. He he's but, thriving in the Bill. Be- well, I wouldn't say like he's not thriving like Brady did, but he's definitely doing well in that Belichick system. He's a yeah, quarterback for real. He's legitimately only had one bad week, and that was against New Orleans. Yeah, which uh, I don't expect most teams to do good against New Orleans. So, I think we're ready to move on to the other side, which uh, I don't like much from that side either. <laughs> no, I mean you got Christian McCaffrey coming back, but how much does he play? Are they going to limit him? Are they going to play him his whole workload? I don't like his 10K price. I don't mind taking shots on him on DK, where he's only 8K. He's like the fourth most expensive, so that's viable for a Christian McCaffrey. You know what you're going to get from him. Um, I think even in like a 75% workload at only 8K on DraftKings, it's very viable. Just because of how much Sam Darnold uses in the passing room. So if he's back, um, I don't like him at all on FanDuel, just because of 10K. And I don't know if he's going to be limited or not, but on drafting, he's viable. Uh, and that's about it from this team. Don't play DJ Moore. Don't play Robbie Anderson. Don't play Sam Darnold. And then you just really can't play anyone else. So yeah, If Sam Darnold even plays, I don't think Sam Darnold plays. Yeah. The P.J. Walker has looked awful. I think P.J. Walker will just dump it off to CMC. So I, I, mean, I like the CMC play a lot more if P.J. Walker plays for sure. Uh, but I still won't play him on FanDuel. But I, I might look at him on drafting just because of his price tag. I actually just picked up PJ Walker in my in both my fantasy leagues because I don't think Sam Darnold plays, and I'm kind of upset about it. <laughs> Sam Darnold, I don't know what happened to him. He was very good to start the year, and then I think you nailed it when we talked about him before. Uh, this team just isn't it without CMC. Yeah. I mean, obviously they use Chuba, but he's not CMC, and well, just like Mike Davis was decent last year, but they weren't the same team. Yeah, yeah. I think it's hard to build a team around a running back and give him that workload and expect him to not get hurt. Yeah. But I, I think we're both in agreement. Complete fade for Carolina. How about you, size? Loading up Robbie Anderson, right? <laughs> oh, my God. 
<laughs> I still cash pretty easily with Robbie Anderson and the Bears defense on that 1 p.m. slate. Uh, Bears got me negative one and Robbie got me zero. So I guess he wasn't the worst play on my team that day. No, I had negative one for my Bears defense. So Robbie Anderson actually did better than the Bears defense. (laughs) Who did the Bears play again? The 49ers. But nonetheless, the Roto Sharks team still cashed at 1 p.m. only, and we cashed by like 16 points or something like that. Yeah, we. I, it was the 1 p.m. only. It cashed by like 16 points easily. It was, it was easy cash. So I mean, it was wasn't even a sweat. It was just been did nice. You have Josh Allen. Allen. What? Did you have Josh Allen? Did, no, I had Josh Allen. Yeah, Dylan. Then Dylan, did you say Josh Allen? I thought one of us did not have Josh Allen. No, I played Josh Allen. Oh, well, so we all have Josh Allen. Okay, I, I don't know what I else. played I Josh Allen, Sanders, and Diggs. Yeah, that's right. I, I don't know what, what I'm thinking. I thought someone figured Josh Allen. Nope. I don't have that. But I will add I on, uh, especially if Darnold doesn't play, I don't mind paying up to the Patriots defense if you wanted to pay up to the defense. No, you, you can't fade the 49ers defense. You can absolutely pay the 49ers defense. Not at 3500 with no Kyler and D-Hop. So, Colt McCoy is going to come out there and tear up that Niners defense. I'm oh, joking yeah. about that. But, For sure. I mean, I, I, I'm a firm believer in your defense doesn't matter that much unless they go off for like 30 points, which very rarely happens. So yeah, I, I don't mind like getting different at defense. I'm just pointing out that I don't mind a Patriots defense without Darnold playing. P.J. Walker's got to go for 700 yards. Do what now? So, so you're pay, you're playing P.J. Walker in your lineup? Is what you said? Yeah, yeah, DraftKings. Over Stop Jordan it. Love? No, I'm not, I would not do that. Not, not when he's not when Jordan Love's playing that atrocious Chiefs defense. I mean, honestly, this Patriots defense, uh, DFS wise, has been one of the better defenses all year. Uh, against the sure. Panthers team, I could see this defense having double digit points. I could very easily, regardless of which quarterback's in. Yeah, yeah, I like it more if uh, PJ's in because, like Ryan said, when when PJ has played, he's been horrible. And I think Darnold does get a little bump with McCaffrey coming back. I think we start to see him look more like he did at the beginning of the season. Yeah. For sure. Um, but that's uh, that's pretty much it from that game, fellas. Uh, we'll go to a, uh, a division game here. Uh, the Cleveland Browns. Without Odell is traveling to the Bengals. Uh, Chad Ochocinco's in town. Um, here in Cincinnati, where I'm at, um, which is pretty cool. I love Chad. But uh, we'll start on the Cleveland side. What do you like on that side, Ryan? Uh, yeah, there's a lot to like on this side. I like Baker Mayfield at 6,600. Cincinnati's just been absolute shit against the pass. Baker's going to go out and prove that he's better than fucking. Uh, he's better without Odell. You know, that whole narrative is there. Baker's like, I don't even, I'm fucking better without Odell. Odell's a distraction. So I love 
Baker Mayfield's price, and I'm actually considering playing him as ugly as that sounds if Tua does miss. Uh, we'll talk about that later. I don't know why I even brought Tua's name up right now. But I don't mind Baker Mayfield at all. I love him in this matchup. Uh, this game should be high scoring. Um, the whole narrative behind, you know, Baker and Odell is literally right in the clear. They need to go and show that they don't need him. So at 6,600, Baker is legit playing pissed. Not, I wouldn't say he's really pissed, but he knows that he needs to go and perform without Odell to um, prove everyone's point. So I love him. I love Nick Chubb's price at only 7,600. I think he scores a couple touchdowns. Uh, so I don't mind Nick Chubb at all at that price tag. He won't probably, probably won't end up in my lineup, but um, I love that price tag for him. Uh, I also really like Jarvis Landry at only 5,900. I mean, he's Baker's favorite target no matter what. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, at 5,900, you're going to see 10-plus targets and probably a touchdown on him. So I think Jarvis Landry's an absolute lock in all formats, all sites. I don't think you can fade Jarvis Landry anywhere. Uh, I don't mind Donovan Peoples Jones. Uh, he's he's always like you know shown up without uh, Odell, and he's only at fifty one hundred. So it's just probably you know I, I don't I like a lot from Cleveland. So yeah, I agree about Landry one hundred percent. Landry's in every lineup that I have made for everything. Uh, I do have a hot take, not just for this game, but for the season. Um, I don't think Baker Mayfield gets an extension. Really? Let's hope not. I love Baker Mayfield without Odell. I mean, size even said it earlier in the season. He's a better quarterback without Odell. Oh, we all said that at the beginning of the season podcasts, but I don't think the Browns are going to be willing to pay the price that he's going to expect. I think Baker loves Cleveland. I think he'll take a little pay cut. I don't think it'll be a huge extension, but I think you'll see like two or three year extension for him for sure. Maybe, but uh, most people were expecting him to be a asking around the thirty million a year price tag. Shit, if he doesn't resign, finally he's going to the fucking Detroit Lions. I'm for it. I would love to see Baker go to Detroit, <laughs> but I agree. I love. Uh, Landry tomorrow. What do you guys think of like Nick Chubb? Do you think Lions claim him? The first waiver claim? I don't see why they would, honestly. Well, I mean, they just released Tyrell Williams today. I saw that. I just don't know why they would. I mean, at this point, they're not playing to win anything. They're playing to get another high pick. Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, you want to see what you have in Jared Goff, right? You want to know if he's capable of playing with a top receiver. So, if you go out and see... Oh, let's go out and get Odell. See what Jared Goff can do with the number one receiver. I mean, I'm not gonna say Odell's the number one receiver in the league, but he's capable of it. His talents are still there. I mean, he can still get separation. I mean, the whole Baker not throwing him thing is very real, but um, he can still get separation, still make catches. He has had a few drops this year, but I think you go out and evaluate, you know, um, Goff what he can do with a top receiver because that really could change the offseason plans for this team. You know, draft free agency, you know, if he, if Gob doesn't do well with a number one receiver, I mean, you don't want it. You don't go out and sign a receipt top receiver like you want to. You just go out and sign a couple of veterans who can do the job and you go out and you take next season and tank again with Goff. If you draft your franchise quarterback in 2023, or if Goff shows he can be a good receiver, he can play well with a good receiver. You go out and get a couple of good receivers in free agency 
see how Goff does next year, and you re-sign him. But you don't re-sign him for that 30 mil, but you re-sign him for a decent price until you feel comfortable taking a franchise quarterback when you're done building the defense and building the rest of the offense. So I, I mean, think signing Odell would be huge for the future of the Detroit Lions. I don't think Odell should stay here past this year, but it really helps evaluate what they should do in the next couple free agencies and uh, draft classes. So I don't mind it. It will also sell tickets and make the Lions money. So I mean, um, I don't mind that take, but I, I really don't think – I think there's very few teams Odell is going to work on, and I don't think the Lions is one of them. Odell – uh, he he reminds me of a of an Antonio Brown. There has to be somebody on that team that he highly respects. On top of the so. fact that he has to he get enough targets to keep him happy. To win, yeah, he obviously shows that Antonio Brown wanted to win. Odell doesn't care about winning. Really, he really doesn't. Um, he just wants to. Be I don't think it's about receiver. winning. I think I think it's about he has to have somebody like like a, a Tom Brady, like Antonio Brown has that he. Has respect for that he'll. Tony Brown was winning in Pittsburgh. The whole thing with Ben. I mean, it's the same thing that happened with Odell or with Baker. I'm not saying he doesn't respect Brady, but he didn't know Derek Carr. He was willing to go work there and fix it because he was going to be the number one guy there, right? And then the whole thing happened with the helmet. But Derek Carr was the Raiders weren't really a big thing, and he was fine. He signed that extension with them. Before even playing a single game with them, so I don't know. Um, I think I don't think he'd mind playing for the Lions. He knows he's a free agent after this year. He knows he'll be the number one guy there. He knows that's probably the best spot to be if you want to show production. Then he can go out and sign anywhere he wants to this year and get a decent contract. Probably more than he'll be able to showcase his talents more than he will elsewhere, just because Detroit has legit zero receivers. So I don't think he'd mind playing there because it helps his chances of getting a bigger contract this offseason. You think he wants to go from Baker Mayfield to Jared Goff? I don't think he cares who's his quarterback as long as he's getting the targets. That was the big deal of this situation. His quarterback couldn't no, get him the ball. No, Baker just wasn't throwing him the ball. His, his quarterback couldn't get him the ball. Baker wasn't throwing him. And Jared Goff will definitely throw the ball to fucking Baker Mayfield. Or, shut up. Jared, Jared, Jared Goff's going to throw to Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Jared Goff's definitely going to throw it to Odell. I mean, <laughs> so you, he, he knows that he'll be the fucking guy there. He's probably the best chance to get a fucking big contract this offseason and showcase what he has. I think he would not mind would not mind at all playing for the Detroit Lions. I don't think he wants to stay there in the future. Definitely not, 100%. But he knows that he has no value right now. He, no team wanted to even trade a third-round pick for him. So he's not, he knows that he's not going to get a big contract as of right now. So he's got to go out and showcase what he has left in the tank to get – he's a free agent now because they took his two years off, so – I think you see. I don't think he cares where he goes as long as he's going to get his targets, and then he can go choose wherever he wants to play this offseason. I mean, he's only got eight weeks left. I don't think he really cares where he goes this season as long as he gets paid this offseason. He can go choose wherever he wants. Maybe I think most importantly, he doesn't have a choice where he goes if he gets claimed on waivers. Yep. So anyway, if if that's around. Uh, I like I like Jamar Chase. I think I if the Lions are trying Jamar to build oh my a gosh. Ryan. I think if the Lions are trying to build a winning culture, they should not bring Odell Beckham in. Right, this season, I agree. Though, Even if it's only for the rest that, of the year, that's that's like I don't think that's Dan Campbell's guy. But 
Um, can I can I talk about who I like from Cleveland? John Dorsey's John, John Dorsey's there. Are you guys going to skip me here? Do I get to talk no, about you Cleveland? Can, you can talk about Cleveland all you want. Go ahead. Baker, Baker Millfield's a scrub. Don't play him. Don't listen to Ryan. $6,600. I don't care how much he is. This guy's thrown zero touchdowns in three games. This guy cannot be trusted. He's thrown one touchdown in two games. I would not play this guy. Jarvis Landry. He's also hurt. Jarvis Landry. Okay. That's even more of a reason not to play him, right? That's fine. You don't have to agree. Just like Dylan hated, or just like you would rather play Matt Ryan than week two would. And I, you kept saying, oh, I'd rather play Matt Ryan. Oh, I'd rather play Matt Ryan. Two was the highest quarterback that week. So I, I don't really care what you say because Baker will still put up 20 FanDuel points tomorrow or on Sunday and you will come crying to my face the next podcast and I'll say, you know, be like, oh, hell, hell King Ryan. So that's you know, false. I mean, He's you act like Baker's playing against Detroit. I mean, Cincinnati. Just let fucking Mike, Mike fucking White drop 405 passing yards on him. It might yeah, like hangover from the Baltimore ass. He's not good. He looked good yesterday. He really got hurt except that one drive. He still played two other drives and didn't look great before he got hurt. I mean, he got hurt on that final drive, throwing that touchdown. But that was a busted coverage. Dude. He's an NFL quarterback. If he doesn't make that throw, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I agree with Saz. I don't, I don't like Baker that much. Not Fine, because you don't, of wanna, you don't have to agree with me for sure. I, I just don't like, like the fact that he hasn't played well since he's hurt. He's also had tough matchups. I mean, he has, but like I said in an earlier podcast, I know what kind of injury he's dealing with, and I know how badly that can affect somebody. Yeah, but he hasn't played bad. He just hasn't been throwing for touchdowns. Well, like you said, we can all agree to disagree. Yep. I think they should start Case Keenum. <laughs> Baker's don't Baker's scoring twenty FanDuel points. No one has to agree. I'm just telling you. Don't I don't mind playing Baker Mayfield. Just just throwing it out there. No one has to agree with me. It's just when you go to fantasy quarterbacks and he's only twenty FanDuel points, you all can come say, Oh, Ryan too, so <laughs> If two is out, and I'm going to say this right now, my cash game, we're not at that game yet. Guys, listen to the podcast. Right now, two attack by low is my cash game quarterback. If he is out, Baker Mayfield will likely be my cash game quarterback. And as ugly as that sounds, so fucking what? I don't care what you think. Ryan's very defensive over his Baker. I, I haven't liked Baker Mayfield in one week. This is the only week I've liked Baker Mayfield. I think the whole narrative with Odell is there, and this game will be a high scoring. All right, Sides, who do you like? Who's your guy? On this team? Is it Case Keenum? Tell me it's Case Keenum. (laughs) I mean, I'd much rather play Case Keenum than Baker Mayfield, even if Case Keenum doesn't start. But um, I love Nick Chubb. I think uh, Cleveland gets back to what it knows and runs the ball with Nick Chubb. And um, I do think uh, he has a very good matchup against the Bungles. Um, so I, I love me some Nick Chubb. You don't make me mad about Nick Chubb. Jarvis Landry, Jarvis Landry, I can see it, you know, him getting some catches, but the guy really hasn't done anything all year. Like, I know he's been hurt, and Jarvis Landry is a good talent. Like, I'm not saying he's a bum like Baker is, but 
you know, Jarvis is a great talent at 5,900. You could definitely go that route, but I like uh, another player that's 300 less than him who gets a lot of targets, especially with, uh, with the other, with the team down over another receiver. I mean, I'm playing both, so I don't matter. You want to know the only thing I don't like about Nick Chubb, the only thing that makes me super <laughs> angry about him every time I play him. Yeah, I mean, you expect with no Kareem Hunt that Nick Chubb is going to get all the touches, and he did get the majority of them. He got 75% of the running back touches, and on the four touches that that Johnson got, he had a rushing touchdown. That's what they love to do, and that's what they always do with Kareem Hunt. Nick Chubb would run him down the field, and then they'd bring Kareem Hunt right in at the goal line. That's exactly what they're doing with Dearness Johnson now. Yeah, it's the only reason I ever have reservations playing Nick Chubb, because Nick Chubb's a fucking stud. And if he got a Derrick Henry or Christian McCaffrey workload, he would be an 11K running back, just like Henry was this year. Henry Ruggs? Derrick Henry. Oh. (laughs) I did say Henry. I did say Henry, just not that Henry. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to go there. Yeah, let's talk about the Bengals. For me, it's Jamar Chase or bust. Oh, I love Jamar Chase. Favorite player. It's like lacking in everywhere. This dude is absolute stud. He's going to get you fucking 10 targets every week. Um, Brown's secondary has been absolute garbage. They're without one of their top corners. I mean, that hasn't really been good this year, but they're without one now this week that really wasn't there. And the Jets corner, who's been on them, I know they're ranked 32nd, but that Eccles guy has been a shutdown all year. So, um, I, I, I love Jamar Chase against Cleveland. I mean, he's Baker's guy. Uh, I, I think, I just don't think there's any way you can't play him tomorrow or Sunday. I mean, there's obviously ways you can't play him, but I, I just think it's too good of a matchup. I mean, honestly, I don't mind either of the other guys, too. I don't mind Boyd. Boyd's gotten really good targets the last couple games, too. Yeah, I just would uh, so, I mean, guys. I, I would too. I right now I have Jamar Chase in my lineup, but if you do want to get different, because Chase will probably be higher in as he has been most of the season, I don't mind playing a Boyd or Higgins to get off of him. I think Higgins will be the lowest on out of any of them. Probably, I agree, but I like Boyd's price better. So do I. What about you, Sass? I, I, I just don't think you can play Joe Mixon at all. Uh, I'll let Sass talk right after this, but I want to say this real quick. Uh, you know, he's been solid the last two weeks out of the receiving game, which I like to see from him. Um, but he's played against Baltimore's rush defenses, Detroit's rush defense, and the Jets' rush defense. Um, and now he's going up against Cleveland, who's, who's not bad, but they've got a really solid front seven. Uh, that scares me with Joe Mixon, especially if Chris Evans is back. Chris Evans is the pass-catching back. So if Chris Evans plays, I'm not a huge fan of Joe Mixon. I just think Chris Evans will take some away, and then Samadji Kuran is also there. I'm not a huge fan of Joe Mixon this week when Nick Chubb's only 200 more. And I guess we should also say that you maybe should take shots at Uzuma because apparently some weeks he's Travis Kelsey in disguise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I maybe that's right. maybe that's why Kelsey hasn't been performing for the. Uh, Chiefs because he's also been playing for the Bengals with the disguise. No, it's because fucking Patrick Mahomes tries to get too fancy and then just forgets that Travis Kelsey's right there wide open at the goal. That was a joke. 
I know it's a joke, it was a obviously. good joke. It was. I'm not mad at you. <laughs> you I'm ruined it, Holmes. Because I play. I have fucking Travis Kelsey on my fantasy team, so I'm pissed anytime anyone brings him up. Because I just so do I. I have him in our league. <laughs> So I, I guess what we're saying here is you should drop Travis Kelsey for Uzuma right now. Yes, 100%. I'd rather even fucking play Shiny Smith than Travis Kelsey right now. <laughs> All right, Size, who do you like from Cincinnati? <laughs> uh, I think it's Jamar Chaser Bust, and I'm with Ryan on the Joe Mixon take. Um, Joe Mixon had um, basically three good opponents in a row that he should actually dominate it, um, especially the Jets. I mean, the guy only – he ran for 14, um, 14 and only 33 yards. Um, obviously, two touchdowns and the receiving yards saved his game, but I felt like, you know, just running the ball, he should have been able to do more than what he did. Um, he's just too hit and miss, and he just really hasn't been there, to be honest with you. So, at 7,400, yeah, I'd much rather play Chubb. I agree. <laughs> All right, I think we can move on to the next game. Which is going to be the Denver Broncos without Von Miller going to Dallas, which um, Dak is back, um, so they say. Um, it's funny because I played Dak in our uh, in my um, big money fantasy, so of course he's back this week. Why wouldn't he be? So um, we'll start with – I don't even know where we was at. Brian, you want to start this one off on that side? Sure. I don't like anything from the side. I, I mean, I guess you can take shots um, on Jerry Judy at 5,800. I like his price. Uh, I think his targets will go back up. Uh, he caught all his targets last week. Um, so I, I don't mind taking shots on Jerry Judy. We know we're getting with him, especially with Noah Fant out. Um, but one guy I really do like with Noah Fant out is Albert Okwungabunam. If he plays, um, he is questionable with an injury. So... If he plays, I like him a lot because he really got some targets down the stretch for him, especially with Fant in. So I think with Fant out, you see a, at only 4,500, I think you would see five-plus targets from him. So I don't mind Albert Okwumbanum at all, and it's probably just him or Jerry Judy for me from this team. I agree. I, I'm I'm really low on this Denver offense right now in general. You can't take either running back because neither of them have a consistent uh, – Neither of them are the guy consistently. It just goes back and forth. Uh, either one of them could go off or could completely bust every week. Uh, I don't. I agree. I don't mind Judy at his price, but I really don't want to play any of them because I like the defense on the other side for DFS this week. So, yeah, I don't think I'll have any Denver Broncos in my lineup, even with Font out. About you, size? No, I I uh, love uh, Jerry Judy actually at his price. Um, I think Denver is going to be down in this game, and what that equals is garbage time, yardage, and points. To be Important honest, with you. we'll have Travion Diggs defense, which he's prone to give up the long ball though, um, and Portland Sutton actually leads the league in air. Air yard catches or some shit. I saw it the other day. I think it was on. I was watching the red zone, and you know they got the little fantasy thing before the red zone actually happens. And Cortland Sutton's like the leader in like air yard catches or some shit. So he beats people down the field. 
but I do like I do like Jerry Judy. This is second game uh, coming back. Let's not act like Dallas's secondary is any good outside of Diggs um, because it's not. Um, but so I, I like Judy to get that garbage those garbage points. Um, I think uh, Dallas is going to beat them pretty well because I don't think Denver's defense is any good anymore, uh, especially without Chubb and Von Miller. So I look forward to them uh, forward to them playing from behind. And in DFS, you want your receivers playing from behind. Exactly. It's uh, 10 points. Dallas is favored by 10. Well, I think that's a good spread, honestly. You can absolutely take Dallas's defense and just hope Jerry Judy doesn't find the end zone. You know, you got, or you can take Dallas's defense and, like, uh, Jerry Judy, hopefully, just doesn't find the end zone. But obviously, you want to find the end zone, but at 5,800. I mean, if he went out there and got eight catches for 120 yards, I mean, that would that'd be pretty good for his price. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, honestly, I was just thinking about it, looking at my lineup because I just made a change to it, and I think it's very funny that uh, despite how much me and Ryan have disagreed on the podcast today, we have a mostly same exact lineup at this moment. Yeah. Um, I actually just made one change to it, and it's because we were looking at this game, and I realized something that I didn't beforehand, and that's that uh, Blake Jarwin is out tomorrow or Sunday. And CD Lamb and is questionable, and he's expected to play though. And Amari Cooper is also questionable, but he is also expected to play. Um, but I do know who you're talking about. That's Dalton Schultz. Yeah, I love Schultz with Blake Jarwin out. I don't, I don't if mind Cooper, Cooper or Lamb are out. I like him even more. Yeah, I don't mind him. I think Cooper and Lamb both play. The only bad thing is I think they're up by a lot. Um, so I think Zeke and Pollard are going to be the guys in this game. And I just think there's too much around it for Schultz. I don't mind him at all. But like I said, I'd rather play the guy that I think you were originally on. We'll talk about that when we get there. Just because I still think there's so much firepower, even with Jarwin. Jarwin really never did much anyway. Um, so I don't think he really takes away, gives a boot boost to Jar- or Schultz. Um, I mean, my biggest issue with Jarwin and Schultz for the majority of the year is the same issue I have with playing Nick Chubb. Schultz gets more targets and more catches, but Jarwin gets the red zone catches. I mean, the last three weeks that the Cowboys have played, uh, Jarwin's had a touchdown two out of three weeks on only know, two and three targets. I'm not a huge fan on it, and Schultz just with Jarwin out, you know. I think you're going to well, need I mean, CD or Cooper to be out for me to like him as much as I as, – is to get off another guy later. I think I think I still like the other guy better, but we'll get there when we get there. Um, and Schultz I mean, isn't a bad play. I had him originally. Um I mean, the way I look at it, outside of one week, he's gotten six-plus targets every week, and he'll get another target or two with Jarwin out. Oh, and for sure. I, I don't mind. There's I one less red zone option. For sure. I had him originally, but I think I just like the other guy better. I, I, it's, who we had, it's who you had originally, and it's who I have currently. I still like him better. Um, we'll talk about that when we get there, though. Hurts? So. Hurts? No, no, we'll talk about It's not who you had originally. It's who I have. I guess I thought you had the same guy, but we'll get there when we get there. Yeah, I was confused for a second, because I, I thought I knew who you were talking about, then you said the guy I had, and I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, we'll get there when we get there. I, I don't know, I don't know. You have my draft keys. Um, but. Oh, yeah, that that might be the case. Yeah, so 
I like him better still for, you know, basically the same price. Um, but, yeah, we'll get there when we get there. Um, but, yeah, it's probably just no one. I don't really like much people on this team. I don't mind Zeke Elliott at all at 8,200. Um, you know, he's didn't score last week, but he's a scoring machine. Denver has not been great, especially without Bob Miller now. And Bradley Chubb, I think, is still out. So, I love Zeke. Uh, I don't think he'll be in my lineup, though, but, yeah, I don't mind him. Yeah, I really like Zeke, too. Um, I've been on and off of him all week. Uh, I I do think that there's a very good possibility that I end up with Aaron Jones over Zeke, just like you are at the moment. Because uh, Aaron Jones is a fantastic play, and we'll get to that. But uh, Zeke is a fantastic play, too. Uh, I think a lot of people are going to overlook the fact that this uh, Broncos defense just took a big hit losing Vaughn Miller. And... One of the defenses that we said before the year was going to be really good. Now, without Miller, with Chubb hurt, it's just going to continue to go downhill for them. Sure. So, yeah, I really like Zeke. And I don't mind taking shots on Dak tomorrow either. Yeah, I mean, Dak's been a stud this year. Outside of one bad game. You guys hear me? Kinda, you're really quiet. Can you hear me? No, you can't. Yeah. Oh. Oh, but yeah, anyway, Zach's, or Dak's been a stud this year. Uh, I might actually get off of the quarterback we both have now just to get a little bit different in place Dak tomorrow. Sunday. For sure. I definitely don't mind him at all. What about you, Size? Um, like if Cooper or C D Lamb miss, and obviously Blake Jarwin's out, uh one guy who has looked good at practice all week that I would look at um for GPP plays would be Michael Gallup. He's only five thousand on FanDuel. If he's activated from the IR and he plays on Sunday, and one of those guys are out in a GPP, I would definitely take a shot on Michael Gallup because he would be the number two receiver. But I love Zeke, too. Um, if those guys are out and Michael Gallup doesn't play, I think they run heavy. They lean heavier on Zeke just to get out of there with a win because they know Denver. I mean, let's all be honest. They're favored by 10 points. Let's just run it down their throat, get out of here with a victory, and stay healthy. Because if the Cowboys stay healthy, they got a really good team. We just saw Tyler yeah. Heineke run down their throat. We just saw Dearness Johnson run down their throat. So Exactly. Um, but, yeah, I would definitely keep an eye on Michael Gallup. Um, uh, the coach was named Mike McCarthy. Said he looked yeah. good today. He practiced all week last week, uh, and he – he was a full go this week, so if he's activated, I would look. I would look for him too. Just uh, at five k, you really can't beat it. I don't mind it. No, just as a, just as a GPP, for sure. I, I do think they take it. Continue to take it easy with him, though. Oh, hundred percent. Like I said, I mean, um, you know, the Cowboys. They have. I mean, obviously they're in the East, so like they don't really have much competition. So they. I mean, we all know they're going to make the playoffs because the. NFC East is just horrible. So they got they want all their players healthy going into the playoffs. I mean, 
it is what it is. I mean, they got a really good team. They got a, their defense is a lot better this year with uh, some of the additions. I mean, hell, they might have the defensive player of the year, uh, rookie player of the year, um, and Micah Parsons. So um, I look up for a heavy dosage of Zeke, though, to be honest with you, behind that offensive line. So I really do like Zeke. And then, like I said, Michael Gallup uh, as a one-off if, uh, like, uh, Lamb or Cooper doesn't play. And then he'd be put in there as a number two. So that's that's just me. I have no idea what he is on DK. He's probably got to be really low. No, probably. But yeah, uh, on DK our- is 3900 there you go. If you need some type of value. Um, he did pretty well last year, um, especially um, all the situation. I mean, they had a horrible quarterback and Dalton. He's trash. But um, I think we covered that game pretty well. Uh, we can go to the next game, which is going to be the Buffalo Bills versus the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Probably another blowout here, fellas. Um, we'll start with you, Dylan. What do you like about Buffalo? I mean, you can definitely play most of Buffalo again this week. Jacksonville defense is obviously subpar, and Buffalo has just been a monster this year. Uh, if Cole Beasley's out, I, I would take even more shots at Sanders than usual, and I would also take shots at uh, Gabe Davis. <coughs> but. I think everybody is a little higher priced than I want to play them at, even in this matchup. There's just so many better options. The one guy I really don't mind taking shots on, though, is Zach Moss. Uh, We've seen him getting a lot of targets. We've seen him getting a decent amount of rushing attempts. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he found the end zone on Sunday. For sure. I think you got I think my only favorite plays are the uh the running backs, um, Zach Moss and Devin Singletary. I don't mind Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, if Cole Beasley misses, but I, I think this being blows out where they don't need to throw the ball, so Yeah, I agree. One guy that I I originally had in my lineup that I don't mind taking shots on is their tight end Sweeney. Uh, we we see Josh Allen show his tight ends a good bit of love, and uh, with uh, Dawson knocked out, Sweeney's going to get a decent amount of targets. For sure. What about you, size? Yeah, I'm the same way. The spread's fourteen and a half. I think the game completely blows out. It could be one of those games where they was up thirty-five to nothing. Um. If you, I mean, I wouldn't be mad at you if you took a shot on Stephon Diggs or Emmanuel Sanders because, I mean, obviously Stephon Diggs can go out there before the blowout and get you two touchdowns and 80 yards or something, you know, and six catches. So I wouldn't be mad at you if you played it. But I personally wouldn't do it just because I think the game's probably a blowout by halftime and the starters don't play in the fourth quarter. But I agree with you on the Zach Moss take. I do, uh, you know, if they do get a big, they'll, Zach Moss will get more carries than he normally would, and he he is the uh, um, running back that gets the ball out of the uh, backfield, catching the ball. Yeah. Which Jacksonville has not been good against the run. 
And he gets more of the red zone touches, too. Right. Usually I'm pissed when I'm playing Buffalo players, and Zach Moss uh, poaches a fucking touchdown. <laughs> and that is For why sure. I picked up Zach Moss in my fantasy leagues. Exactly. And, I mean, you could – I mean, if you really wanted to, I don't think I – th- I still think Josh Allen's going to have uh, some ownership. Which oh, I don't more think, or less, yeah. Yeah, but at 9,000, I mean, I, he could throw for 300. I mean, if they really want, if, if they really wanted to, they could right. throw for 300. But I just don't think Jacksonville is going to score on the Buffalo defense. So it's going to be a complete blowout. You know, speaking of the Buffalo defense, I'm going to point out something that I pointed out to you guys earlier in the week. This Buffalo defense is the first defense I've ever seen on FanDuel priced over 5,000. But you don't want to waste your money on $5,200 defense. Oh, you can't justify it. It's ridiculous. I mean, I've never seen it before. No, you, you would sacrifice at the skill position, the running backs, the receivers. Like, you don't want to do that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you're there are legitimate wide receivers that you can play that cost less than this defense. It's wild. Yeah. And, I mean, some weeks, some weeks this defense has justified that price. Week four and week two, they definitely justified the price. Even week uh, five against KC. But uh, it's very rare that you see a defense score as many FanDuel points as this one has. It's just really hard to justify paying 5200 for them despite that fact. Yeah, I'd honestly rather play um, the Cowboys like you already mentioned. I'd rather play the Chargers defense. Um, Chargers is not good against the run. Philly has no run. I mean, they. I guess they did against Detroit, but everybody has a good run game against Detroit. Um, <clears throat> Chargers yeah. right up there. You like their defense? 49ers? Uh-huh. Yeah, you just said that. You'd rather play, you wouldn't rather play 49ers? If Kyler Murray's out, yes, 100%. At thirty five hundred, if Kyler, who's who's Arizona's backup? Colt McCoy. So if Colt McCoy's in the game and Murray and D Hop does not play, I would much rather play the Forty ers defense. Oh, sure. Yeah, I agree. But we'll get to that game for sure. Just don't even play Daniel in Jacksonville at all. Just don't. Carlos Hyde can't even play him. Don't. He's too priced up. Even for for this matchup, I just don't think he does anything. So, I no, they're like that. top four in every category. Buffalo's defense, it's yeah, um, yeah, their no. defense is just ridiculous. Yeah, their defense is pretty good. I still can't believe the Steelers beat them though for the year. Well, Dallas is fully healthy. Their defense is carrying them this year for sure. Oh yeah. All right. Well, let's go to the next game. I'm sure we got um, – there's there's a few plays in this game that I'm sure we all can agree on. Uh, it's the Houston Texans going out to uh, Miami to play. Uh, Ryan, we'll start with you on this one. Houston Texans, you like anything? Yeah, it, it all depends on if Tyrod Taylor plays. I don't mind taking shots on Tyrod at all if he plays. I actually really like yeah. Tyrod if he plays. Um, he is. He's playing for sure. Yeah, it says right here, Tyrod Taylor named Texans Week 9 starter versus Dolphins. Ooh. Oh, I, 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 I next to him, but it, it definitely, he's going to play. 
cool. I love his price tag at 6900 We saw him absolutely dominate the beginning of the season, rushing, um, passing, and now he gets Miami's defense. I mean, don't look at that 16.5 game long against Cleveland. Um, when literally, you know, he only played like two and a half quarters. So he was on pace for a shit ton of fantasy points that game. I mean, I Deshaun six K. What? I said Deshaun Watson's only six K. Well, I, I mean, no, no disrespect, but I don't play Jeff Driscoll. <laughs> I, I gotta yeah. say, I'm disappointed where the uh, whole sudden Miami trade didn't happen and we didn't get to play Deshaun Watson against Houston this week. Deshaun Watson was never playing this week, even if he got traded. Um, but. Yeah, I, I don't mind. I, I actually really like Tyrod Taylor. I'm just not a huge fan. I'm Brandon Cooks this week. I think he had Xavier Howard defense. I think he gets absolutely shut down by Xavier Howard. Uh, so I, I guess my favorite player from this team would be Nico Collins. Just because I, I think he'll be the guy. He's been seeing consistent targets. Um, so I like Nico. He's probably my favorite play if I'm playing Tyrod to pair with Tyrod. Uh, but I don't think I'm going to play Tyrod just because I don't like Brandon Cooks this week. And I, I, you're going to probably – I mean, you can run Tyrod naked. It's just I'd rather play the guy on the other side. I mean, I agree 100%. We've seen the guy on the other side be pretty solid, so I agree. But I don't mind taking a shot on Nico Collins. I agree with that take. He's been integrating pretty well into this offense, and I, I think everybody gets a bump with uh, Tyrod over Mills. And he's a Michigan guy. Oh, boy. And this weekend is the anniversary of his weekend uh, in 2019 against Indiana. Michigan's playing Indiana this weekend, fun story, uh, where he had 10 receptions for like 230 yards and three touchdowns against Indiana. And it's like the same weekend. Two-year anniversary, Michigan's playing then, and it's just, it's all adding up. What do you think, Saz? Are you going to say them just a guy? On the Houston side? I mean, I I mean, I wouldn't mind taking a shot at Tyrod Taylor on the, um, on a GPP and a Brandon Cooks. I I like Brandon Brooks, uh, Brandon Brooks, Brandon Cooks at the 6,800 price tag, like he's still the only receiver there in Houston, right? Um, obviously, Nico Collins, 5,400. I think Tyrod um, is, at this point, a better quarterback than Davis Mills. Uh, so I think he can find a Nico Collins. Huh? No. I think I think he can find Nico Collins and Brandon Cooks, but, I mean, it would be Brandon Cooks for me at 6,800. I hate Brandon Cooks. I mean, we've seen Xavier Howard absolutely dominate his opponents. I don't know why Miami's ranked that. I mean, the other guys have been that. I just, I mean, we saw him shut down Stephon Diggs last week. Stephon Diggs got saved by that short touchdown. Um, I just think Xavier Howard absolutely locks down Brandon Cooks. I miss the days when people were talking about Xavier Howard getting traded to teams like Steelers. <laughs> I mean, last week they had to worry about, you know, Sanders, 
Beasley, um, and, and Diggs. And Xavier Howard played very well, man. I think he'll get some help from a safety or one of the other guys on Cook. So, because they don't, you know, Texans don't have any, many other weapons to worry about. So, um, I think, I don't think Brandon Cooks has a good game. I think he'll be chalked too, especially with Tyrod Beck. And I, I think he disappoints. So, I mean, until that bomb touchdown, Brandon Cooks had like two points the entire game. So he had that last second garbage time, 50 yard touchdown. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm not super high on Cooks either. And I would also like to point out that you still can't play any Houston running back, even with Ingram gone. <laughs> yep, it's Rex Burkhead came from the dead and was the main guy on the series. Yes. Yeah. Especially if they trade D Hop for a second round pick and David Johnson, that still baffles me. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think we're ready to move on to Miami. We spent way too much time on this trash ass Houston team. I agree. I love Tua this week, and, and it's, it's kind of – I have him in my lineup right now, but I think I'm going to end up fading him. I really do. I think I'm going to end up making a 2v2 that's going to end up fading Tua Tagovailoa. Um, but I love Tua this week. I do, and, and he's in my lineup right now. He's throwing the ball 40 times a game. Houston's defense is absolute shit. Um, they're not going to – you're not going to get any, like, touchdowns vultured by a running back because they don't run the football. So – Really, whenever they get down in the red zone, it's going to be two. You could see four touchdowns from him. You can see him run one in. Um, he's got Jalen Waddle. The only thing I don't like is he's got Devontae Parker out now. So um, that does take a little bit away from him, but it makes Jalen Waddle such a good play. Uh, Mike Gusecki, a really good play. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't mind, um, you know, Tua, but I, I honestly think I'm going to make it a 2v2 to get off him, but Tua is my second favorite quarterback, probably my first favorite. It's it's on the border right now. Tua, I love him this week. Play him in all formats. He's too cheap. I agree. You guys, Do, you guys want to know what that 2v2 is right now for me? Sure. It is down from Aaron Jones to Zeke Elliott and up from Tua to Burrow. That is the 2v2 I am thinking about currently. I don't mind it. I know. It's, it's going to be a tough decision up until lock, but we'll see. Um, I, I think you're burying the lead with Tua. Uh, I personally think after all the continued trade talk this week about how he's not good enough, they wanted Sean Watson, they were sending Tua to Washington, I, I think he comes out and balls out. Uh, I mean, I think he wants to prove that he is good enough to be the starting quarterback there. I don't think really that's going to be a huge thing. That whole trade drama came out two weeks ago, and so he's balled out since then. It's still a thing, but um, the Dolphins were the one at the end of the day who declined the trade. They still believe in Tua, um, and the talks actually died down pretty much from where it was two weeks ago. So I don't think it's as big of a narrative as it was two weeks ago. But it's still there, definitely there, especially since it's against Watson's team. Uh, the only difference is you Watson must not, is starting. You must not listen to the same sports radio that I listened to then, because that is all I heard about all freaking week until the trade deadline. Well, everyone's talking about Deshaun Watson because they thought he was getting traded, but the, there was so much, like, it was serious talks um, two weeks ago. You know, everyone thought, oh, it's, it's a done deal, except they're just going to wait to the final details until the trade deadline. Um, but really, I mean, you there was a bunch of pay, Twitter posts and pages that up on like Saturday night, um, Sunday night, saying 
Tua's likely, or not Tua, uh, Deshaun Watson's likely to stay in Houston, barring any, uh, barring Miami giving in or something. I still think Houston's asking price is way too high. Oh, I agree. I'm not giving up three first-round picks for a guy that I don't even know that he's going to be able to play the whole season. Exactly. So I really don't – I think talks died down because Miami wasn't willing to give up that much two weeks ago, and Houston didn't change their offer. So I really don't think it, it was much different than it was two weeks ago. So it, the only difference is this is against that Houston team they are talking to trade with. Again, Tua wouldn't go to Houston. Um, and it is a lot different since Deshaun isn't playing, obviously, where they would be like, oh, I'm going to prove that I'm better than him. Um, but I do like him. I just don't think it's as big as a narrative as people are making it out to seem it to be. Um, just because, it's, you know, I just think that defense, I don't know. I, I don't think it's as huge as people are making it out to seem. I, I still think it's fairly significant. I, I think and even – Disregarding that, I I think Tua is just going to have an absolute hell of a week. Oh, for sure, he's my favorite quarterback as of right now. Um, but again, I think Joe Burrow is also too cheap, like we talked about earlier. So I could make a pivot to him, but right now, yeah, Tua is my quarterback everywhere. So, yeah, I love Tua. Don't get me wrong. What do you think, size? Um. I mean, I think a narrative you can make for Tua is that he wants to prove Miami wrong. Uh, you can go that route. Like, you know, he's seen all the reports that he's garbage, basically. You know, if you not want it, you're considered garbage, you know. Uh, or, obviously, I mean, anybody in the right mind, obviously, would take a Watson over Tua. I just see how people are so quick to judge people off of injuries. Like, people aren't going to come back and play – fucking amazing or, you know, stud-like after an injury, you know, they're going to be cautious. Just like Jerry Dewey, you see that with Saquon, they're being cautious with him, you know, and it's the same thing in the NBA with a guy like Cade Cunningham. You know, people are calling him a bust after two games because, you know what, he's not dropping 40. It's the Dolphins really haven't given Tua a chance. He's looked really good. He has. Uh, Last year, they couldn't decide whether they were going to start him or Fitzpatrick throughout most of the year. I mean, you can't expect a guy to, to go from starting to the bench to starting to the bench and be consistently good. And yeah, then this really, year he got injured early, and since recovering from injury, he's been really good. You know, it, it messes with you mentally. I mean, you know, last year you didn't know who he didn't know if he was going to start weekend. So you know, you're going into practice not knowing if you're going to start. That's that drains you in practice. It really does. Yeah. Um, but when you know you have the starting job, it makes things a lot easier. Um, and one thing size pointed out, I think, in the preseason is that Devontae Parker was much better with Ryan Fitzpatrick, and Mike Gusecki was much better with Ryan Fitzpatrick, but they've been really fucking good with Tua this year, and I think that's mostly because Tua's confirmed the starter. He knows he's got the job. I agree with that, too. I mean, Devontae Parker with Tua, I think he scored over 20 fantasy points you know, obviously not in FanDuel because it's half-point PPR, but in PPRs, he's he's scored, you know, really high amount of points all weeks with Tua. So, I, I love Tua. Um, I just think Burrow, again, is too cheap for what he does in a close game where I, I really think it's going to be a coin flip between those two for me. 
fair. I love both so much. You know, Burrow is next level. It's like talking fantasy. Would you rather, would you start two over Burrow this week in like fantasy, fan, ESPN fantasy football? If you had both of them, that's like a tough decision, you know, because Burrow's been fucking elite. Not Burrow. Yeah, Burrow. I don't know why the fuck I blanked on that for a second. <laughs> All right, I, I personally think we're probably ready to move on. Same. I think size is falling asleep on us. No, um, I, I think I, I'm. Fine. I told, I told Dylan this, um, um, but today is our trade deadline and my big money fantasy league, and I've been getting um, a whole bunch of shit. So on the air live, what you guys do? It's a three v three. Dude, dude wants Nick Chubb, Daryl Henderson, Devontae Adams for Ezekiel Elliott, Kamara, and Hollywood Brown. Obviously, I don't no. like Hollywood Brown. No, nope. I want him to put DK Metcalf in there. No, nope, I still wouldn't do it with DK. Devontae's the guy. Um, you know, you have what you have in um, Nick Chubb. He's a fucking beast, especially with Kareem Hunt out the next couple weeks. And Daryl Henderson's been an absolute stud. I think he's been better than uh, um, you, had, you said it was Zeke, Kamara. Zeke and Kamara. And Marquise Brown, which I don't want Marquise Brown. He's a bum. Um, I, I like the running backs in the trade. Uh, I don't mind that at all, but I, I think you're I, just I taking think, too big I, a hit with the receiver. I think I upgraded the receiver spot with Zeke and Kamara. I think those two combined are better than Chubb and Henderson long term. I agree. But the Adams and Brown thing ain't working for me. Yeah, no. no. If you can get DK, I like it, especially with Russ coming back. But, um, if you get DK, I like the trade for sure. I I have Russell Wilson too. So. Yeah, I like it a lot. If you get if you uh, get yeah. DK, I wouldn't do it with Brown. And I, if he doesn't do DK, just scrap the trade. I wouldn't rush it. But if you can get DK, then do it for sure. Yeah, yeah. I agree. All right, fellas. And maybe adding a bench bum to trade with if he's not doing it. But all right, we still got a lot of games to go here, fellas. For we sure. do. We got uh, the next one is Atlanta and New Orleans. So um, I think I started with Dylan last time. Brian, what do you like about Atlanta? Yeah, I don't like much. Um, New Orleans defense has been really solid this year. Uh, the only guy I think you can even play is Kyle Pitts uh, and Cord- Cordell Patterson. Those are really the only two guys, but I think they're both expensive on this slate. Um, I-, I guess I-, I do like Kyle Pitts. His target share has been really solid, so. And it's probably the only play. I don't like Cordell as much, um, especially in on FanDuel. I like my DraftKings when it's PPR, full point PPR. It makes those type of guys better. Um, but I don't like much. New Orleans really good on defense, so I'm not a huge fan of Atlanta outside of Kyle Pitts. I agree. Uh, I mean, take your shots on Kyle Pitts. There's other tight ends I like better. Yeah. A lot better matchup, but I, I don't mind taking a shot on Pitts. He's been a stud the past few weeks outside of one league. So. Exactly. Yeah, uh, so on Atlanta side, I'm not really a big fan. I mean, obviously, you got Kyle Pitts. He's an animal, especially without Calvin Ridley. Like, you could definitely take shots on him. Um, his his price ain't too bad, 6600 I mean, obviously, I, I think – I think he's a much better play than um, Andrews is, just because you're going to save. Like, Andrews is 7,100, I think. 
Uh, yeah, I think so. All right, yeah, I like uh, I like Kyle Pitts, but New Orleans has got a really good defense. Um, to be honest with you, even though Tom Brady made it look easy, um, you know, throwing his out, he did throw a couple of interceptions, but he still he still got me like thirty three uh, fantasy points. So, uh, but Matt Ryan's not Tom Brady, so there's that. And uh, I don't like Cordell Patterson; he's not going to get many running yards against this New Orleans team at all. Um, so, I mean, and he's he's way too priced. For to go up against New Orleans. Sure. Hey, I think we're all on the same page. Uh, so let's go over to the other side. Which one of you guys are starting Simeon tomorrow? Not me. I actually am considering starting him over Darnold or PJ Walker in fantasy tomorrow. I would. I would. Don't even. Question that for sure. Yeah. Instead of uh, trying to figure out a trade with you, I just picked up Simeon. And I think he has about the same upside as uh, the quarterbacks you'd be willing to get rid of. But uh, I will say I love Kamara Mara. I don't think I'm going to get to him, but. Uh, I love him tomorrow against Atlanta. He's going to be, he's going to have the ball in his hands as much or more than the quarterback. I, I could see them just deciding to correct snap to him tomorrow. The only thing that scares me off of it is uh, Taysom is uh, available to play, so Taysom could vulture a touchdown from him tomorrow. Sean Payton said he was going to play, but obviously he's not going to start. I think he'll start next week. I don't think Simeon can do as good as people think. Tampa Bay's. Uh, it's a it's Atlanta's defense though. Like how bad does he look? He can look bad. He's looked bad in previous years. I I I'm with you. I think Taysom Hill does start next week, but that's because that's Sean Payton's guy, and you know they pay Taysom Hill. So I don't think they want. I don't think he personally wants Trevor Simeon. I think they're going to ease Taysom Hill back in. But that is Sean Payton's guy. I mean, they pay the Again, guy for Taysom a Hill, it, it just doesn't like make me like Elvin Kamara as much as people think. You know, a lot of people are high in Elvin Kamara. I think you both are high in Elvin Kamara this week. I don't like it. With Mark Ingram there now, he can vulture a touchdown. With Taysom Hill there now, he can vulture a touchdown. I mean, yeah, he's going to be used. Say- <laughs> what? I did just say that. Uh, you said Taysom vulture a touchdown from Semi. So, no, I said Taysom could vulture a touchdown from Kamara. Oh, well, anyway, agree with Dylan there 100%. Um, I just, I'm not, a, I'm not huge on Kamara at all, at all, really. You know, I'd rather play much rather play, like, I'd rather play Dylan Cook, as ugly as that sounds, for like 600 cheaper, and I'd rather play any of the 8K running backs, really. So I'm off of Kamara completely. Um, I, I don't think he scores, and that's going to hurt him. At that price tag. Yeah, I mean, I did decide to play Zeke or Jones over him. So, I I still like him. Uh, I still think you should have exposure to him if you're playing multiple lineups. Because, I mean, he's a stud and he's going to have a ton of touches tomorrow. Just the fact Peyton and he does not like Alvin Kamara for some reason. In some weeks, he decides to completely look away from him. How do you guys feel about you think Taysom starts next week? How do you feel about me the possibility of uh, Philip Rivers starting next week? Ooh. 
I don't but know why they would the, do that. That's the rumor I hear. Like Jameis Winston, yeah, I know he said he would listen to the phone call, but they had Jameis Winston in there, and Jameis Winston didn't blow the doors down as a quarterback. I mean, New Orleans has been strictly winning off of uh, you know running and defense, like mostly defense. Let's be honest. Winston hasn't blown the doors off this year. I thought Winston would do a lot better, and then now Michael Thomas is out for the year, which is a damn joke. Like the dude should have got the surgery like in January. Like a normal professional athlete, like it's it's crazy. Yeah, that obviously situation, dude. That, that, situation. Whole, that whole situation with Michael Thomas last year was a joke too. Like he was healthy, got in a fight, he got suspended, then he was hurt again. Like I don't know why. Like and then the start of the season, you know, him and the team was going back and forth. Like I don't know why they didn't trade him when they had the opportunity. I agree. I, I'm sorry. It pisses me off when these players are, like, making millions of dollars and, like, you know, just nonchalantly just does what they want. Like, I couldn't go in my job and be like, no, I'm not going to do it. <sighs> but it's whatever. Um, but I, I do like Alvin Kamara as well. I don't know if I'll get to him at the 9400 price tag, but I do think with Trevor Simeon going in there, I think uh, – he leans on Alvin Kamara more, uh, but Atlanta's defense yeah, sucks. I, I can see Alvin Kamara doing really well against Atlanta's defense. They're not good against the run. They're not good against the pass. They're not good at all. Nope, they're not. But like I said, yeah. Taysom Hill's back. Mark Ingram's there. Guaranteed, they they both tell the touchdowns. Yeah, it's definitely a scenario that could happen for sure. Especially in the home crowd, they love Mark Ingram. They'll get Mark Ingram some touchdowns. All right, I think we're ready to move on. Yes, we are. All right, let's go to the next game, uh, which is the Raiders playing the Giants. Um, Ryan, what do you like about the Raiders? Oh, love Hunter Renfro. Love Darren Waller. Love Derek Carr. That's about it. You know, the Henry Rugg situation is is not ideal, but I don't think it affects them much. Like you just see Hunter Renfro get a boost, Darren Waller get a boost, all those guys get a boost, and Derek Carr does not care, really. Uh, he's obviously a great human, and he's, you know, never going to be, hate, never going to hate anyone, so um, he's just a great human. Nothing really affects him ever, so I don't think it really affects the Raiders that much. Um, so, I mean, maybe Kenyon Drake, they're like best friends. So, maybe it affects him, but I like Hunter Renfro. I think he's a lock. Um, he's already seen 25% of the target share with Rugs. So, I assume that goes up. And Darren Waller will be also there. It's just, I think there's better tight end. So, I don't know. It's probably just Hunter Renfro from this team in cash for me, but I don't mind Carr, Renfro. I don't mind taking shots on Edwards and Waller for sure. Yeah, I think Renfro is a uh, must-play tomorrow at his price. Yeah. And I agree with Darren Waller. I don't mind him at 6,800 at all. We might finally see him get another 19-target game like he got at Baltimore the first week, and then he hasn't even come close to that. But, yeah, I agree. I think we're on the same page here. About you, size. 
Yeah, on um, on the Raider side, I'm the same way as uh, Ryan. Um, I like uh, I like uh, Waller. Uh, he was out, and then they had their bye, so he should be fully healthy. Um, and then I love Hunter Renfro. Um, without Henry Ruggs there, obviously I think his target share goes up a little bit more. He gets a few more targets. Um, and I mean, what's I mean that dude's that dude's a baller, and his price is just too too hard to pass up on this slate. Yep, I agree. How about the Giants? We playing some Kadarius Tony this week, guys? No. <laughs> not with Slayton, not with Kenny Galladay do back. You just can't play him from the Giants this week. I mean, maybe you can take shots, but I'm not a huge fan of anyone. I guess I like Devontae Booker. Um, if Saquon is out, I don't know if he's out. Oh, he is out for ankle. I just know that he, I just know they activated him off the COVID list. I thought that's why he was out originally. So he is still out with the, the ankle, um, which is smart. Okay. Save a bye week next week. So just get him fully healthy for uh, week 11. Makes no sense. So I don't mind Devontae Booker at all. Um, they've leaned heavily on him. So, uh, especially against Vegas, they're not great against the run. So and it's probably just Devontae Booker a bust for me with just Kenny Galladay due back and Slayton and Tony there. So I really think it's up to the point where it's really just Booker. Yeah, I agree. Size. Yeah, I, uh, I love Devontae Booker. Um, that would be my uh, one piece that I do love. Um, he's been doing it all for them, actually. He's filled in pretty nicely for Barkley, uh, which I think Barkley, um, he's definitely out this week, right? Like, he got the COVID thing, and then I was seeing videos of him. He wasn't able to run backwards or something. Yeah, he's definitely out. He's not out for COVID. He's out for the ankle injury. His COVID was actually a false positive, I believe. Yeah, and uh, to be honest with you, I don't mind a um, in GPPs Daniel Jones uh, if he gets some of his receivers healthy. Like if Kadarius Tony's healthy, if he gets some um, some of those receivers back, I don't mind a um, a Daniel Jones at seventy three hundred on a GPP. He'll definitely be low owned. I think all of his main receivers outside of Shepard are back tomorrow or Sunday. Well, it's really just Galladay because Tony was back. And Shepard also played, so it's really just Galladay that's back. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're ready to move on. Yeah. All right, so the uh, the next game, I think, oh, man, this is going to be, is there only two 4 o'clock games tomorrow? Three. Or Sunday? Three. Why is only two showing up on my thing? There's a 4.05 and two 4.25 games. All right, maybe when I refresh. So we'll get into the Chargers and Philadelphia. Um, we'll start with you, Dylan. What do you like about the Chargers? Austin Eckler, 100%. You have Love to play it. him tomorrow. Yep. Austin Eckler is uh, – he, he is uh, one of my top three running backs, and it's kind of hard to differentiate the three. I love Eckler. I love Zeke. I love Aaron Jones. Uh, Eckler is a must-play tomorrow, in my opinion. Absolutely. And uh, if you don't play him, I don't mind taking shots on Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, but I think there's better receiver options, and I think I'd rather play Eckler. So 
for me, it's going to be pretty much Eckler or Bust. One of my favorite plays on the entire slate is Hunter Campoy Moyer, tight end. I'm joking. I'm just completely joking. It's Austin Eckler or Bust. I mean, I don't mind saying it's not on Justin Herbert at 7,600. I think he bounces back, but um, yeah, it's probably just Eckler or Bust. Size? Oh, Eckler, for sure, I think will be, like, the running back in my lineup against Philadelphia. Eckler does it all. I think he has a really good matchup against Philly. Um, absolutely love Eckler tomorrow. But the, the the receivers are too priced now. Like Keenan Allen's up to seven thousand. Mike Williams up to I don't know why Mike Williams is still seventy three hundred. I mean the guy last three out of four games hasn't really produced anything. Well, that's still anything, but yeah. Well, yeah. So I, I don't know why he's seventy three hundred. Actually, Keenan Allen's been getting a lot of uh, targets and uh, catches. He only reason I know that is he's on my fantasy team. So he just came off eleven um, targets his last game. But I, I don't know why Mike Williams is 7,300. I really don't. Yeah. And who's also getting a lot of targets? For the Chargers? Yeah. Exactly. Jared Cook for a tight end. He ain't bad. He's not a bad Brian player. <laughs> and I know that because he's on one of my fantasy teams. He was my first round pick in my other league. Jared Cook was your first round pick? Eckler was. Tight end only. <laughs> Tight end double premium league. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh I love I love Eckler. Hey, what about the other side? Who do we like over there? Oh, I love the entire side for Philadelphia, and I'm going to say why here. Uh, you can't play – I mean, you can – I love Gio Hurts. He's probably my favorite pay-up quarterback, and I'm going to say why here. I love Devonta Smith. Love Dallas Goddard. Uh, and here's why. The entire Chargers secondary, besides Derwin James, is out tomorrow. I mean, you see Asante Samuel, and I think both their starting corners are out. So, I mean, they're going to – they're already bad, you know, secondary. It's going to be even worse. I can get behind it. Uh, but I think I'm just going to be playing Dallas Goddard. But I don't mind taking shots on Devonta Smith. I don't mind Jalen Hurts. I mean, I mean, you already don't mind Jalen Hurts. But I think he's going to be doing well in the passing game tomorrow. Um, they're obviously not going to be able to run all over the Chargers D like they did with the Lions. So I wouldn't chase Boston Scott because, you know, they split, they split three ways. So I wouldn't play any Philly running backs. Uh, I think you just got to go Hurts, Smith, or Goddard. And Goddard's my favorite tight end of the entire week. We saw him have seven targets last week. Um, he was basically Hurts' favorite guy. Um, and he, he'll get all the red zone targets, too. So, love Dallas Goddard this week. I mean, I got to say, I 100% nailed my Kenneth Gainwell take last week. You did, 100%. You nailed it perfectly, actually. Because I didn't think Jordan – I thought – I knew Boston Scott would get I did not think Jordan Howard would get two touchdowns, though. And you nailed that. You didn't, you didn't say two touchdowns, but you nailed that he would get a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm really mad at myself for nailing that, not having played either of them. 
Yeah. But yeah, I agree. Don't chase the running backs on this team. Uh, do not expect any type of repeat performance from any of them. I think it's the passing game or bust. 100%. Yeah, I think you guys are on that one. Um, I know you wasn't on the pod last week for the NFL date night with the wife. Always more important, for sure. But um, I I said on the podcast that I don't be surprised if Boston Scott ends up taking that job. I did not know that he would take the job uh, first snap, to be honest. So that was like, you know, if anybody played him, kudos to you because I didn't play him. But I don't like any of the running backs. Um, I really don't really like anybody from Philly except for Jalen Hurts. I like I like Jalen Hurts. You don't like Dallas Goddard? Play. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, yeah. I look. Let's let's just say this. I like Dallas Goddard every week. Now that Hurts ain't there, like I think Dallas Goddard is um, a fine tight end. Like obviously, when his price gets way too high, then I won't like him. But I love Dallas Goddard, especially with a. Uh, a banged up secondary who's not going to be there. I'm not sure who would actually guard Goddard, to be honest. For sure. I think Goddard's any, one of those tight ends you can look at every week. Over, uh, I think anytime a tight end gets over 6,700, it's where you start looking. Is he worth, worth pay, playing instead of Kelsey? I think yeah. it's at 67 where, where you really start thinking about it. Because I don't mind playing like, you know, like Mark Andrews at 6,700 or 6,600 or 6,500. Um, but once, you know, he's up like 7K or up to like 6,800, it's really like, I can just get Kelsey for a thousand more if I really want to pay off a tight end. Right. So, yeah, I think that's, it's just them or bust for me. No running backs. And I think, I think Boston Scott's going to come in high on this week. Yeah, I think that's a mistake. I agree. Because they're going to look at it and see the Chargers are really bad against the run. And this game will be a lot closer. Yeah. The Chargers are bad against the run, for sure. But, like, I I I wouldn't. The exact offense was last week with all three running backs almost evenly splitting touches. Well, to be fair, Kenneth Gainwell did not get his touches until it was blown out, and he didn't get it until the fourth quarter. So they really got like I, every fucking carry on the last two drives. Like they didn't pass, they didn't do anything. Yeah. It was just kind of painful. Yeah. Right. I mean, so it, I mean, yeah. It, it's the Eagles. I don't. I don't trust them at all when it comes yeah. to their running backs. They I've put been Jordan Howard down there at the goal line. Who knows? Kenneth Gainwell could be the guy this week. Yeah. Ryan's yeah. calling it right now. I mean, we saw him legit almost take Miles Sanders' job, but then all of a sudden Miles Sanders was out and they don't want to play Kenneth Gainwell. I I don't get it. Uh, I think Kenneth Gainwell is still more talented than Boston Scott and uh, Jordan Howard for sure. Um, And I I think really you could see Kenneth Gainwell. It could be Kenneth Gainwell speak in a game where they don't need to run the ball. They know Detroit sucks against the run and Boston Scott's a ground-and-pound guy. Uh, But in a game where you're going to have to pass the ball um, and really play from behind probably against – this uh, Chargers team, I think Kenneth Gainwell's going to be the main guy here this week. I He's going to play 50% or more of the snaps. He's going to play the most snaps and have the most touches this week, Kenneth Gainwell, and he will come at not owned, and he is very cheap on FanDuel. Take your shots on him. He is scoring 10-plus FanDuel points this week. Book it. Full take. 
I think it's very bold. I, I mean, that's just what I think. I and mean, he, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you were right. What? So he will very likely have right. super low ownership. I mean, I mean, we saw we see him every weekend. The Buccaneers. He was the guy because they were throwing in the ball. All these games, they were behind. I mean, they never like were down against Detroit. I mean, they ran it with Boston Scott the entire first drive. Why take him out? And then boom, you run it all the way down there again, and now you have Jordan Howard, who's a power back at the goal line. You give it to him, and now boom, you're up fourteen nothing in the second quarter. There's no need to bring Kenneth Gainwell in because he's the passing back. But they are gonna be down versus this Chargers team. It's going to be close. I don't know if they'll be down, but it's going to be a very close game, but they're going to have to throw the ball. And Kenneth Gainwell is their main pass catching back. They don't really throw the ball to Boston Scott or Jordan Howard. So I really think Kenneth Gainwell this is this week. And no one's going to play him. All right. I think we're done with bold takes and we're ready to move on. Yeah, for sure. Size Miles um, team. Yep, we're going to uh, Green Bay versus Kansas City Chiefs. Um, obviously, the big news in this game is Aaron Rodgers, although he's immunized or whatever he wants to say, he's not vaccinated. He's got COVID. He's out, uh, which he, fellas, he might be out two weeks. We got to keep an eye on that. The earliest he can come back is Saturday. That's if everything goes perfect, like next Saturday. So yeah. um, I'll let you talk about Green Bay. Ryan, what do you like about Green Bay? Yeah, I don't like much, as much as I did. I like Jordan Love just because Green Bay or Kansas City is like the worst defense in the league, quarterbacks. Um, so I love Jordan Love at his price on DraftKings. I'm not really a fan on FanDuel. I'd rather play Baker Mayfield and you know, I'd rather just play other guys because you know, really it's not that much of a price difference on FanDuel. But on DK, when you get it at 4400 that's an absolute steal. Um, you're not going to get a discount like that anywhere else, really. So I love Jordan Love on DraftKings. I don't mind Aaron Jones. It's just the only thing I don't like about it is, you know, his snap count is just he's split with Dalen. That's the thing I don't like about him. I mean, he's going to be the guy out of the backfield, you know, catching the ball. But with Devontae Adams back this week and, you know, it being Jordan Love, does Jordan Love really look for Aaron Jones the entire time? I mean, I think so. But Kansas City can never really get pressure on the quarterback. I don't really think he's going to have to dump it off. Um you know, he's been working with the second-team guys all season. So, I mean, you really could see Alan Lazard be the guy this week or Mercedes Lewis because he's probably been working with Mercedes Lewis a shit ton this year. So, I think you could see Mercedes Lewis, you know, be really um, Jordan Love's checkdown guy this week. As much as this, this sounds ugly, it really does. But you got to think about it. Jordan Love's been working with the second team in practice, pregame, all that, all year. Um, so, I think, you know, they get Mercedes Lewis involved a shit ton, even some Alan Lazard. So I think those are the two guys that really are going to benefit from Jordan Love playing this week. Because he's got chemistry. I think Mercedes Lewis will be the check down guy over Aaron Jones this week. I think Mercedes Lewis, I don't know, I think he, in PPR on DraftKings, I don't mind taking shots on him. I think he has eight to ten catches. And, and that sounds very ugly. It really does, but you got to think, Jordan Love, in a game against Kansas City, the world champions, he's going to go with the guy he has chemistry with. I don't mind that take, and I especially like doing it on DraftKings, where Love's 44 and Mercedes is 2,900. Yeah. I don't like Aaron Jones. I really don't. 
as much as I did. I think I think I'm gonna end up playing some other guy over him just because he splits so much time with Dylan. I hate it. I really do. If Rogers is playing, I would love a, a, um Aaron Jones because Rogers loves dumping off to um Aaron Jones, but I don't think Jordan Love does that. I really don't. You know, Kansas City doesn't get pressure. I don't think Jordan Love's going to be really scared or you know having to dump it off really. But if he's going to, it's going to be Mercedes Lewis. It really is. You're going to be shocked, Mercedes Lewis. You're, people are going to be like, "Oh my God, what that Mercedes Lewis? Why is he getting so many catches?" Because that's Jordan Love's guy in practice. And he's going to go to the guy he trusts, especially with Tony now. He's going to be the starter. It's going to be like, "Oh, Love and Love and Lewis are the guys now." Like, you know, Love's good. You're going to build chemistry. You have a favorite target in practice. Why not just throw to that guy in the game? So I, I think it's Mercedes Lewis as the guy this week. Oh my, I know I sound so ugly to everyone, but I just, I don't know. Yeah, I don't mind it. I, I don't mind playing Devontae this week. I don't mind Aaron Jones. Uh, like I said, I'm I'm stuck between Aaron Jones and Zeke, and there's a very good possibility that I go Zeke, uh, especially with Devontae Adams back. I mean, Adams is going to dominate the target share outside of maybe Mercedes Lewis if you're uh, – Theory holds true. Uh, it definitely pushes me away from Jones a little bit, but we've also seen this Kansas City defense just be horrible. You could honestly play Jones and Dylan and expect them both to get a, de- a very good amount of touches. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's definitely all around on the team you can take shots. No, about you, size. Where do you want to target the Chiefs at? <laughs> um, before Aaron Rodgers went into COVID, I was targeting Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. But with Jordan Love, I mean, uh, he came in and played the uh, against the backups against the Saints. He went five for seven. You can't measure him off of that. I mean, this guy's a rookie quarterback. Now, honestly, as stupid as this may sound. I wouldn't mind if you had um, the Chiefs defense this week. Maybe the rookie makes mistakes and you could benefit off a $3,300 Chiefs defense. I'm not a fan of any of these Green Bay Packers with an unknown Jordan Love. Now, I wouldn't be mad if you took Jordan Love. Like, I wouldn't call you dumb. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Jordan Love did kill it. But uh, just with the unknown with Jordan Love, like, I think the Green Bay Packers' price is too high for an unknown to me. Like, Aaron Jones, 8500 I'd rather play Zeke. Devontae Adams at 9000 rather pay down, although this is probably prime matchup for Devontae Adams. I just, I don't know. I don't, I'm not a big fan. I, I, I will say, I think Ryan was so convincing that uh, I went to DK while he was talking about Green Bay and made a lineup with Jordan Love, Devontae Adams, and Mercedes Lewis. Yeah, I mean, I love, to I be honest with you, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if they went off. Yeah, I mean, uh, for GPPs, which I always play cheap GPPs on DK because I like their payouts for the dollar GPP, it's 100% a viable strategy. Right.
Now and on the, the uh, on the on the uh, Kansas City side, though, I mean it's always the usual suspects: Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. Um, it's always those same guys. And then uh, they threw a wrench in people's plans uh, with uh, playing Derek Gore. And I'm gonna be honest with you guys, I'm a Chiefs fan. Um, and when it's, when I saw number 40 Gore go in, I said, when the fuck did we sign Frank Gore? I had no <laughs> idea who that was. I swear to God. Yeah. Like uh, he he, he was well. like fourth, he, he was like fourth or fifth on the depth chart. You know, it's wild as Fandle didn't have him as an option in the player pool, but, uh, DK did. So apparently yeah, I mean, DK did the roster's a little better than Fandle. Exactly. Like it was, you know, Daryl Williams and Jarek McKinnon was the, you know, one, two on the depth chart, obviously with Clyde out. And then I'm, I'm looking at this big fat number 40 and I thought I was, I was like, damn, when the fuck they signed Frank Gore? Yeah. Which speaking of Frank Gore, did y'all see he might fight, um, Darren Williams in December? Nuts and boxing. These people are crazy. What the hell? Yeah. But anyway, I mean, what do you guys think about Kansas City? I am afraid to play any of them, but I currently have Travis Kelsey in that lineup that I just told you guys about on DK with uh, Love, Lewis, and uh, Devontae. Yeah, I just made a Love and Mercedes-Lewis lineup as well. Yeah, this Kansas City team just isn't firing on all cylinders. I think that Patrick Mahomes is just a, he he's overcompensating for the fact that the defense is so bad and he's just trying to do too much and he's not being patient. He's not taking the easy throws. He's trying to force throws that he just shouldn't be trying to force. He probably has the most tipped interceptions this year too. I mean, that, that, I mean, did you watch the game? It went through the receiver's hands, hit off Josh Gordon's helmet and then it landed with the Giants. I just don't like how he's still the most expensive fucking quarterback. He hasn't proved that. Yeah, well, he's not the most expensive this week, is he? Josh no, Allen, not, right? Not, not this week. Yeah, not this week. But, but I mean, I, I totally agree. Patrick Mahomes has not lived up to the expectations. He has the most turnovers in the league. Um, you know, can't. I mean, there's no justifying that. I mean, he has had a lot of tip balls, like the one on uh, when they played the Giants uh, was that Monday night. But um, yeah. I think he is trying to do a little bit too much because he, in his mind, you know, and it's true, he's got to score 30-plus points to win. Yeah. I don't know why he's not throwing the ball to Kelsey. I think, like you said, he's trying to do too much. He had Kelsey wide open in the end zone, twi- right at the front of the end zone twice. All Kelsey has to do is catch it. I know he's on the end zone, so maybe that's why Mahomes, you know, he's a foot away. He has to be in the end zone for Mahomes to throw the ball. Um, but all Kelsey has to do is just catch it and fall backwards and it's a touchdown. So, um I don't know. I don't know why. He legit had him wide open, and he tried to do way too much. And I, I, Mahomes, he, I don't know what's up. He's mentally, it's his brother, Jackson Mahomes. Does he know when he's rolling out? Does he see him making TikToks over there on the sideline? I don't know. Um, but Well, by that time, by that time, he's up in the skybox making TikToks. He's not on right. the ground making TikToks right. anymore. Right. Maybe, Maybe he's he is one. Like, hey, what he's is he doing like, now? Yeah. yeah. He's exactly. like, what is that stupid fuck doing up there now? Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I feel bad for Kelsey. You know, Kelsey obviously doesn't care. They're, you know, he's making money, but he's wide open. And he, on that interception, Kelsey had one guy on him, and he wasn't even near him. You know, Mahomes throws it 100 miles per hour like he normally does. It, 
Kelsey touchdown, but he tried to do way too much and throw it to, I think it was Pringle. Is that who it was? The interception that went off his face was a Pringle. Um, yeah, it was Pringle, so. and then it hit Josh Gordon in the in the helmet. Oh yeah, which Josh Gordon ain't done shit either. So I don't. Well, they don't play. They play in like two percent of the snaps. Yeah, I don't, uh, yeah. Well, I don't. I mean, this is what his third week. Fourth, this I think this might be his fourth week. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of this Chiefs team at all. I mean, the only guy I play on Fanduel was Kelsey. Um, but I like other guys, and so I'm not a huge fan of anyone. Really. Well, unfortunately, I'm a huge fan, and they're just uh, really pissing me off. But um, no one's running away with the AFC, so uh, they're still in the playoff hunt. So the Bills are. Uh, I mean, other than that, okay. The Bills <laughs> have lost two games, so we're only two games out. Yeah, but their schedule is uh, pretty easy. I mean, they've played all their hard opponents already. Yeah, no. I mean, with the loss of with the loss of Derrick Henry with Tennessee, I think you know Chiefs should be fine. But we just, you know, I think the Colts are though going to win that division now. Oh yeah, dude, Carson Wentz is playing on another level right now. He really is. Yeah, it's yeah. a very good possibility. But I do, I do think uh, Kelsey has a bounce back game. I mean, he had, the last two games he hasn't really. Although I guess the Titans, he did still have seven receptions, but he's just not. He hasn't been getting the yards. No, no more touchdowns. That's true. He hasn't had a touchdown since the Bills. Um, I don't know. I, I need to see it from Kelsey before I can play him again. Uh, it's not from Kelsey. I need to see it from Mahomes. Kelsey's there. Why don't they just Mahomes is trying to get the highlight plays and chuck it down to Hardman and Hill every time. So Right. What's crazy is Patrick Mahomes is still going to throw for a bunch of yards this year. So... Yeah, it's, that. it's just it's sad that Kansas City won't be in the Super Bowl this year because they're the funnest team to watch offensively. They did just get Melvin um, Ingram, so that would help. But um, on the defense uh, side, yes. I mean, did you do you know who they have in there before him? I know who they have. But only Melvin Ingram. I mean, different. There's a reason he got fucking traded from that Steelers defense when the Steelers are still in it. So well. Him, well, he chose Pittsburgh over us in free agency, and so did uh, Juju Smith. And uh, I bet you they're regretting that, right, Dale? I really don't think so because uh, Ingram <laughs> still to the Chiefs, and Juju got hurt. Otherwise, he loves Pittsburgh. He really does. I I, I respect loyalty. I think that just ruined his career, though. I don't think it ruined his career. This isn't a career-ending injury. It's not, no, but he should have went to Kansas City with Mahomes. Signed a one-year deal. He could have got paid. I mean, Juju's a great receiver. It's just you can't do much when you have noodle-arm Big Ben throwing 10 yards every play. Mm-hmm. And he's fucking got a man crush on Deontay Johnson. So, I don't know. But, I mean, I, I really don't understand the Ingram situation at all. And as a Steelers fan... I've watched the situation unfold, and you got to assume that he knew what his role was going to be when they signed him. They knew they were starting Highsmith, and they had Ingram for depth. I don't know. I don't know why so I, I'm the star would sign with Pittsburgh to be a bench player when I, I bet they told him he'd be a starter. I bet that's what they told him. I highly doubt it. I mean, they knew. Why would it have like Melvin Ingram, who had offers from Kansas City, 
take a Pittsburgh job for depth when Kansas City's coming off of a Super Bowl win two years ago and in the Super Bowl last year. There's got to be more to the story. As a Pittsburgh fan, I, I, I knew from the get-go that Ingram wasn't going to be a starter. Okay, well, I think we talked way too much about Pittsburgh. It's time to move on to the Arizona Cardinals and San Francisco 49ers. Um, this game is just a scratch for me right now. You can't play anyone from the Cardinals if Kyler and D-Hop miss. I still wouldn't play Kyler if he plays. I don't know how, if you can trust the ankle injury um, for upside. Uh, you can't really play D-Hop because, you know, he hasn't really been doing much lately. Um, so if they both miss, I, I don't mind taking shots at all. On Rondale Moore at only 5,300, I think it's a big boost with the hop out. Um, that's probably it for me. Um, I guess, like, I don't mind, you know, Christian Kirk, but I think he's just way too expensive. It's probably just Rondale Moore. If Hop misses, I, I think Rondale Moore might actually find a way into my lineup, even if Colt McCoy plays, just because AJ Green's also out. So. I, I, I can get behind. The Rondale Moore take. But uh, right now, it's... Uh, no one. I, I don't think I'm going to play anyone either. Yeah, r- right now, it's... From this entire game, honestly, it's 49ers so defense. Funny. Uh-huh. Size, what's so funny? No, size was laughing at the storm over there. I wonder what's so funny. Because, like, you was answering for Dylan. Like, there, there's no one you could take. Yeah. I mean, I'm, so I mean, you're absolutely right. DeAndre Hopkins is hurt. Kyler Murray's hurt. I mean, those are the two that you would want, but I'm not taking them. At uh, I'm not playing healthy. either. No. I mean, I guess I, I don't mind Kittle at only 6K, except he was a pat, he was a run blocker when he did play. And, I mean, he kind of looked great in his last two games before the injury, so I guess I don't mind Kittle. Debo's too high-priced. Especially if Mitchell, if Mitchell misses, I love Kittle. Kittle might find a way into my lineup if Mitchell misses because they're not going to run the ball as much. So they're not going to need him to block. Um, Kittle. I, I don't, I love I don't Kittle. get that either. They they misused him at the beginning of the season. Yeah, I, I like Kittle at 6K. I know he's playing. He still has the IR tag, but he's he's playing. I don't know if, how much he's going to play. Um, I don't know. He's just so good. He's still got that talent at 6K. I like the price tag. But I, again, I'd rather play Goddard and Schultz. So not a huge fan as I was. I don't mind Jermichael Hasty, but I don't think he's the guy if Mitchell misses. I think Trey Sermon comes back from the dead, and he'll be the guy when Mitchell misses, just like he was when Mitchell was out. Uh, but then Mitchell came back, and Sermon died again. So um, I like Trey Sermon if Mitchell misses at only 5K. I really do. I think he'll be the guy. I think Hasty's just there for third down situations. So I like Sermon. All right. That's about it from this team. Um, yep. uh, there's also the possibility that Jeff Wilson Jr. could be active for Sunday. Well, uh, he'll just take away from Hasty, and they'll both be the third down pass catching back, so not worried about it. Yeah. Uh, you know what this week seems like? Seems like a shitty week. No, this seems like the week where Kyle Jizik, or whatever his last name is, scores a random receiving touchdown. Right. Anyway, I think we're ready to uh, do Yep, I'm good. Size, you get the first pick. Oh, I get the first pick? Yep. Hold on. They gave me a 
They gave me a free voucher, so you guys probably have one too, probably. Um, let's go with all of our favorite, one of our favorite plays. We'll go Hunter Renfro. Lock that in. I like it. Boo. I love Hunter Renfro this week. Yeah, I mean, he, he's going to get a ton of targets. For sure. Oh, I can go? Yeah. I'm playing Zeke. I think he get, comes up with low ownership tomorrow or Sunday. Well, then I'll lose with my guy who you both hate. I think scores 20 FanDuel points. We're going to go Baker Mayfield. I should have sent the quarterback. Well, if we're going to go that horrible of a quarterback, we got to go with Jarvis Landry to run it back with him. Yes, we do. Yeah, definitely got to pair him with Jarvis Landry. And if we're pairing him with Jarvis Landry, it's running back with Jamar Chase. Love it. It'll probably be Njoku tomorrow. Joku no, three touchdowns. Fuck it. This is a GPP lineup. We're going to go fucking Christian McCaffrey. Fuck it. Fuck it, right? He could be a fucking beast. I think it's very well good. Here, I'll take my last pick because I don't really care. And I'm just going to go um, 49ers defense. So, there you go. I very much think that McCaffrey's a bad idea. No, Looking at it, if he matter. does play, this is up three minds. It doesn't. It's, we're not, it's meant for bad ideas that could turn out. All right, size. Who you got? I'm going to go, Mister Sweeney Todd. I don't know if you guys ever seen that movie. I tied in at $4,700 and give my man Dylan $7,600, Dylan, at the flex. Well, that's an easy pick. Um, and I have easy. seen pretty hard. That's a good movie, and I'm going to play Nick Chubb. There we go. Okay. Nick Chubb out from Baker. Yeah. That line so sexy. All right, I'll read it back. We got uh, Baker Mayfield, Ezekiel Elliott, Christian McCaffrey, uh, Jar- Jarvis Landry, Jamar Chase, Hunter Renfro, Sweeney Todd, and Nick Chubb, and the 49ers defense. Boom, boom. I love it. Anything else on this slate, fellas? Any any uh, advice? Nope. Bill? Nope, I feel that it is uh, about bedtime. That's all I know. For sure, 100%. So with that, we're signing off. We'll see you guys next week for the NFL podcast. Have a good one. Peace.